Are you ready to know what you don't know about social media? Well, then you're in the right place. This is the Seb Rust Show, a social buzz on air. Social Media Radio, bringing you tips, tricks, tools, and extreme value. Broadcasting from our studio in Miami. And now, here's your host, Sebastian Rust. Oh, yeah. What's happening, everybody? Hold the applause, please. Hold the applause. Thank you very much. Ian, intro for that warm welcome, as always. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome. This It's the Seb Rush Show, and I'm your host. You guessed it, Sebastian Rusk. Hey, we do this each and every week, or at least we try to, helping you better understand what you don't know that you don't know about the wonderful world of social media. A lot happening. Things are changing on a daily basis. I want to do my best to help you stay in the loop for what you need to know that you don't know that you need to know about your business pertaining to social media. All of marketing has shifted completely. Social media used to be a small sliver of the entire marketing pie. Now it now it actually is the marketing pie. So it's where the eyeballs are at. It's where people are spending time. It's where businesses are spending time. It's where brands are spending money. It's imperative that you have a social media strategy for your business. And that's exactly what I'm here to do. Now, if you haven't done so already, I would really appreciate it uh, if you'd go to the iTunes store or the podcast app, which is uh, found in the uh, app store on any Apple device, and search uh, The Seb Russ Show or Social Buzz on Air. That's going to give you the opportunity to subscribe to this show. You can subscribe, you can download uh, past episodes and uh, I would really appreciate it if you left us a nice review. Four stars is nice, but five stars is awesome. So you can do that again in the podcast store. Maybe you don't have an Apple device. Maybe you listen to your podcast and music through iHeartRadio. Good news, you can find us in the iHeartRadio store as well. Just simply search Social Buzz on Air or The Seb Brush Show in the iHeartRadio app. For all of you Android users out there, get a life I'm just kidding. You can also find this the show inside the Google Play Store. So everybody clear on where you can subscribe. The reason you want to subscribe is you get a nice little notification uh, on your phone, whether it's in the podcast, Apple podcast app, it's the iHeartRadio I app, or the Google Play Store. You get notified, and you're also giving us feedback via review on how you like the show and helping other people understand what they could potentially get out of it based on your experience. So I really appreciate you guys going, subscribing, downloading episodes, and leaving an awesome review. All right, today on the show, I want to dive into three quick topics. I'm going to try to make it as short and sweet as possible. I always say that, and then here we are 30 minutes later, but I really am truly going to stick to that today. I want to talk to you guys about, I came across an article on Fast Company about the best time to send an email marketing campaign and also another topic completely opposite, I'm sorry, socialmediatoday.com wrote an article on the uh, best time to send an email marketing campaign and then uh, I was thumbing through fastcompany.com earlier, came across a very interesting article. Here's how to get along with your most annoying coworker. Now, I don't have any coworkers that are annoying. If I did, I would throw them out. 
Um, sometimes I work from home and my dog barks and I consider him a coworker, but above and beyond that, uh, but you may not be in that same situation. You may have a J O B, which spells job. Uh, and you may have that annoying coworker that you absolutely have to deal with. I've got some creative tips. Well, I don't, but the article shared some tips that really stuck out to me that I want to go ahead and share with you. I wrote an ebook a few months back called uh, the top five reasons your brand needs a podcast. We utilize this as what's called a lead magnet. I give this away for free. Most people, we run ads on it. People download it for free. They're then put into our sales funnel and we're able to communicate with them on an automated process and constantly have touch points. So think of it as a direct mail campaign that we do uh, for our clients, um, constantly staying in touch and talking to them. That is exactly what it's all uh, about. All right, let's get right down to it. The uh, first article was comes to us from Social Media Today. I'm not going to read the whole article. That is uh, your job to do. I just wanted to skim through it, give my two cents on it, and then instruct you on where you can read the whole thing. Well, I'm actually going to include the link in the show notes. So for those of you listening, maybe you went to soundcloud.com forward slash social buzz on air and you're listening to this via SoundCloud. Maybe you're listening to this on the iHeartRadio app, uh, the Apple podcast app, or on your Android device on Google Play. Either way, in the description of this episode are the show notes and there's actually live links. So anything I'm referencing pertaining to a live link, that's exactly what I'm talking about. All right, I'm going to take a quick sip of this delicious uh, one coconut water and we're off to the races. Now, if you haven't done so already, grab yourself a piece of paper and a pen because you're going to want to take notes, okay? Yes, you are. All right, here we go. What is the best, when is the best time to send an email marketing campaign? Some quick facts. Over 85% of marketing emails are opened on weekdays. What does that mean, friends? Don't send emails on weekends. Overall, 24% of emails were clicked between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. However, 32% of emails sent by B2B companies were clicked late in the evening around 10 p.m. It's best to send an email during the middle of the week between Tuesdays and Thursdays. Email engagement rates are most effective during the mid-morning at 10 a.m. or mid-afternoon around 2 p.m. So, should you send emails on the weekend pertaining to marketing? No. Should you send them between 4 and 6 p.m.? Yeah, 24% response rate while sending them between 4 and 6 p.m. And most of those emails are getting read, if it's a B2B email, uh, around 10 p.m. in the evening. But again, the, the survey says that Tuesdays, between Tuesdays and Thursdays, are in fact the best times in order to send an email. Now, along with this link that I've included in the show notes from social media today, there's an infographic. So it's actually going to really break down a visual breakdown of exactly when the best time to send an email marketing campaign uh, is. Okay, so be sure to check out that infographic. We're gonna segue right into um, the ebook. I'm just gonna go down all of the the five uh, five reasons for you. I wrote them all, so I'm going to read them all. I'm not going to go in detail, but I'm, I am going to include the link where you can actually download this free ebook. Okay, so you can get top five reasons your brand needs a podcast. You just click right on that link. You type in your email address, and you can download it right away. All right. 
All right, real quick. So um, Jack Nicholson's a huge fan of the show. I tell him all the time, Jack, you got to start your own podcast. I know you're a big-time movie star, but you've got to get this thing started. You know what he tells me? Breakfast 300 yards from 4,000 Cubans who were trained to kill me. So don't think for one second that you can come down here, flash a badge, and make me nervous. All right, Jack. All right, all right, all right. Maybe we won't be launching a podcast. Jack does whatever Jack wants to do. All right. Top five reasons your brand needs a podcast. Number one, accessibility accessibility allows people to find you. Just like I said, you can subscribe to this show in the podcast, Apple Podcast Store, iTunes Store, iHeartRadio app, the Google Play Store. You can listen to it on SoundCloud.com. You can go to our website, SocialBuzzOnAir.com. That's called being accessible. Extremely important as a brand to be accessible because if you're not accessible, then people can't find you. Podcasts are just another way for you to create a media company within your brand. Major key, as DJ Khaled would say. Number two, visibility. Content is king. Social media is filled with an endless flow of services and products. To click, read, purchase, sell, it is a virtual shelf space in a in a very, very popular space. You must be visible to the billions of people that are actually out there. Podcasts allow you to reach an audience you may not currently be reaching. Why? Because if you don't have a podcast show right now and someone is a podcast fan and searching for new podcasts in the iHeartRadio app or the iTunes store or the Google Play store and you're not in there, guess what? They're not going to find you. Number three, it allows you to become an authority in your space. Listen, if you're an insurance agent and you're the only insurance agent in town that has a podcast, you, my friend, are making yourself an authority. Not only do you have an advantage on top of your competition, but you've also become an authority within your space. You're not your traditional insurance agent that depends on referrals for growing your business. You see much, much higher than that. Much There's much more above and beyond that. You see the ability of being able to actually um, uh, create a media company within your brand. By doing that, you become an authority. Four, loyalty. When people become a fan of your show, they look forward to future content. They talk about past content. They refer it, etc., etc. So, um, the four step of being, uh, as far as far as loyalty is concerned, it's key. Um, now, uh, number five in the actual final step is profitability. I get this question a lot. And uh, people say, Sebastian, why do I need a podcast? Well, I think the why is really evident, but some people still don't understand it. And the next question is always, how do I make money with a podcast? And I'm going to answer that question real quick. The podcast business has been around for the past 12 years. It's just now gaining popularity. You pick a topic usually pertaining to your brand or your business. You start creating content around that topic You record episodes, you market those episodes, you integrate them into your existing marketing efforts, you build a community around that, and then you start to identify sponsors for the show. Just like advertisers would be on television or radio, it works the same way. The only difference is you're in control. So the conclusion here, regardless of the size of your prospect, client, or customer, a podcast can be the gas pedal that 
absolutely propels your business to unimaginable heights. Now, because podcast listeners aren't scanning the dial, wasting time, they're, 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 they're laser focused, hyper focused on solving personal or professional issues through the content they're consuming. So if you're thinking about launching a show, think about what that content of the show is going to do to solve a problem. Okay. Again, uh, this, uh, this is this link is available to download the our free ebook I wrote on the podcastlaunchlab.com. That link's available in the show notes as well as what time to is best to actually send uh, an email campaign. That link is readily available in the show notes as well. If you're just now tuning in, not sure why you would start the show in the middle of the show, but hey, this is the Seb Rush Show. I'm Sebastian Rusk, your host, and we try to do this each and every week, helping you better understand what you don't know that you don't know about social media, tips, tricks, tools, and ideas to really help you get your game on track and not your wig snap back. Yeah, a little biggie on that one. All right, let's wrap things up on a very, very important topic, I feel. Um, I don't have to deal with annoying coworkers because I'm the boss. But if I did, I would want these tips because maybe you're in an office and you just don't know what to do and punching people in the throat is not okay. The article says, here's how to get along with your most annoying coworker. Here are a few tricks, some mental and other behavioral to help improve interactions with aggravating colleagues you can't avoid. That's him or her. You see them coming up the hallway and feel your jaw clenching. You wish you were wrapped you wrap some kind of invisibility in, in some some sort of invisibility cloak that would allow you to just pass by unnoticed. But instead, you flash a terse smile and chirp. Oh, hey there. Just getting an email from that person can set your teeth on edge. Here are a few ways to resolve how you feel about that certain coworker. Put your finger on what bugs you about them. The first thing you have to do is try to just isolate what really bothers you and focus on what there's focus on something that actually you can build on. So try not to get too caught up in the minutia of what bothers you. Try to focus on what you do like about the individual. I know it's difficult to do. Try a new vantage point. If you're still having trouble getting along and getting comfortable with this person, um, you, you might want to just shift your entire view and approach this individual. Um, you might see other justifications for your coworkers' grading behavior. Maybe they're a recent grad or they don't accept blame for their mistakes. It really bothers you that these small errors are being forgotten, but uh, maybe you can be come you can come in with a fresh approach and uh, and help them out. Play the offense. Don't feed into the issue with them. Don't become more annoyed with them. That's not going to resolve your issue of being annoyed with them or the issue of them being annoying. So that was just a short little, you know, I think we're all, we're all human beings. There's only so many personalities. And I think, you know, people bother other people. It just happens. So, um, I thought that was cool. Fastcompany.com always got some cool articles. Be sure to check that out. I shared this article, um, in the show notes as well. So you'll be able to go and check that out. My goodness, as well. That's my, uh, sort of like, kind of like, my goodness, I need to be more aware. I want to stop saying as well. Okay, so anytime you hear me saying as well, just harass me about it. And my goodness, for all for for the love of all things good, please help people 
intercept the language of, well, it's sort of like, and it's kind of like, and it's sort of like, and it's kind of like, unless you're comparing what something tastes like, looks like, is like, or some sort of comparison speech in general, sort of and kind of are completely irrelevant what we call filler words. So I just wanted to share that with you real quick. Hashtag end rant. And whoa, whoa, it's that time already. We know what that sound means. We're out of time, friends. This, well, this has been another episode of the Seb Rusk Show. Talking about tips, tricks, and tools that pertain to social media, all being broadcast through Social Buzz on Air. Hey, again, if you haven't done so already, find us in the Apple Podcast Store under the Seb Rusk Show, iHeartRadio. You can find us in that app and also the Google Play Store for those of you Android users that are very lost as to cell phone technology. Just kidding. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Without you guys, this show does not happen. If you like this episode, please do share it with your friends, family, and those closest to you that you care about. Hey, I'm Sebastian Rusk signing off from our studio here in Miami. Talk to you next time. 